You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When the red light goes, uh, take two. When the red light goes off, we're just getting started. This is Off Air with Chris Thomas and Mike Conti, giving you a look behind the scenes of Atlanta's top sports station. As we take you through the top stories of the week from the world of sports and entertainment. Welcome to Off Air. All right, welcome, welcome, welcome on in. To the latest episode of the Off Air Podcast. I am Chris Thomas, joined by the head honcho of 92.9 The Game, Mike Conti. And Mike, we had ourselves a start to the week on this radio station. Uh, We come into work on Monday. Um, You know, we're ready to go. We got a big Monday show planned. But nothing, it was nothing breaking, nothing you know, crazy going on, Falcons coming off their bye week, and then all of a sudden, Marcus Mariota decides that he's going to have his knee looked at and leave the team, and the Braves make a blockbuster three-team trade, and now everybody's in uh, scramble mode in the best way possible, gathering all sorts of intel and information, and what the heck is going on? It was a really fun day and an unexpected start to the week here on 92.9. Yeah, I I think this is what makes our industry a fun one to work in, right? I mean, sometimes it can be a little bit stressful, a little bit difficult uh, in a a lot of different ways. But when you get a surprise like that, that can really drive the content. It can be a lot of fun. It was interesting from my standpoint, Chris, because we had a, a company Christmas party on Monday afternoon as all this was going on. So I was in our corporate Christmas party. I didn't know about any of this until I got back in my truck and turned the radio on. Cause you know, when you're at the Christmas party, you're with the bosses and the big bosses and everything like that. You can't be on your phone. You can't be looking at Twitter. You can't be looking at text messages or anything like that. So when I got into my truck and heard all this, I was like, wow, what I miss because you we're really essentially happy. a listener. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. And it, it really kind of all happened during your show or right before, like in a two or three hour span. But, you know, we here at the radio station, Chris, we try to kind of plan ahead. Uh, we plan our shows maybe 12 to 24 hours in advance because usually we have a pretty good idea of what's going to drive the news cycle the next day. Uh, you know, for your show today, I'm sure a lot of the planning you did for it was last night. And a lot of that planning probably had to do with the fact that the Falcons have open locker room today. So we're going to start to really get some public comments now about this Mariota thing. I'm sure a lot of the planning you did last night had to do with Dansby Swanson, because it seems likely that a decision on that is coming, uh, you know, up or down for the Braves. But when you get breaking news like that, 
I think that's that it's not only fun for me as someone who grew up in the news industry, but I think it's also a real test of our hosts and our producers and their ability to think and adjust on the fly. And I think what's really cool about our staff here at 92.9 The Game, I mean, you, you mentioned how our staff immediately went into gathering intel. You know, we have we have some pretty connected people on our staff and it's not just our on-air people, our producers too. Like Bo Morgan's one of the most connected people in this building. So that becomes fun for me watching from afar as I see Bo hitting the text messages, you hitting the text messages. Carl is very well connected. Um, you know, to watch the news gathering as it happens live, it's kind of exhilarating for me, but I think it's also a real test of our, our hosts to be able to formulate intelligent opinions on the fly, processing this news as they're trying to do an entertaining show at the same time. Yeah, uh, and that's that's exactly, it's funny you phrased it that way because the Sean Murphy trade came down in drips and drabs. It right. wasn't just, hey, Jeff Passan reporting that blah, 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 blah. It was three different reporters from three different outlets reporting different pieces of the trade, uh, so we were constantly hitting the refresh button on Twitter and on the different websites to make sure that we had the most accurate information uh, available at any given time. Now, I think the toughest question for you as a brand manager is who and how, when these things happen, gets the lion's share of the coverage. Uh, as far as it being a big Braves trade and a Falcons big story happening at the same time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It, that's, that's a really good question. And it's unusual when it, it happens simultaneously like that. Um, again, let's go back to something we talked about a couple weeks ago. I trust my staff to have the common sense. I don't necessarily need to direct in most cases, not all the time. There, there are some instances, like, uh, for example, when um, when Calvin Ridley got his suspension for gambling, that was one time where I had to put the hammer down and say, guys, all we're going to be talking about over the next 12 hours is Calvin Ridley. Throw everything else out the window. I don't want to hear any of these benchmarks that we're doing that don't have to do with Calvin Ridley. I don't want to hear an entertainment update. I don't want to, you know, we are doing this. Uh, that was one of the rare instances where, uh, I had to kind of put my foot down because benchmarks are very, very important for our show. They're very, very important for the listener. They're important for the listeners. They go about their day when they hear a benchmark. It, it kind of serves as a, a little bit of an alarm clock, and it's a milepost that helps them plan the rest of their day. And hopefully it's a milepost that encourages them to tune in because they like the content. Uh, but occasionally there are stories that are so big that we've just got to throw it all out. Because our listener wants to turn on the radio and hear us talking about a certain subject. In the instance of what you're talking about on Monday, Chris, uh, where the Braves were pulling off something big and where we had some Falcons news, the good news is it happened during a show where I trust Carl and you and Bo implicitly to make the right decision. You don't need me to tell you, hey, I think we should do 10 minutes on Mariota and then I think we should do 10 minutes on, on the Braves. You don't need me to tell you that. You know you have the common sense to know what is most topical, what is most top of mind, 
And honestly, what's the newest development? In a breaking news situation like that, sometimes the news cycle makes the decision for us. Mm-hmm. We might go into an hour planning to do two segments on Mariota and then guy talk, but if something breaks with the Braves, we've got to throw that all out the window. But again, I trust your judgment on that. In a tie goes to the runner situation, you know what I mean? <laughs> you know, where the ball yeah. and, and the ball gets there at the same time that the foot hits the bag. If the tie goes to the runner, in this case, the tie probably goes to the Falcons at this radio station because we are their flagship radio um, uh, broadcaster. We have a news partnership with them, and we know our listeners come to us as an authoritative source on the Falcons. I think one other thing that came into play with all this, Chris, that was a little bit out of our control, we have three reporters, really four, if you count Atlanta United. We have four reporters that are are on a specific beat, and they are our insiders. They are the ones going into the locker room every day or going to shoot around or going to practice. Uh, and that's Grant McCauley with the Braves. It's Joe Patrick with the Falcons. It's Caleb Johnson with the um, uh, the Hawks mm-hmm. and I I'm kind of that guy with Atlanta United but Joe is as well um so if there's breaking Atlanta United news you guys are picking up the phone and you're getting information from me if there's breaking Falcons news we're picking up the phone and and we're getting it from Joe Joe as a matter of fact uh I think had a lot of information um about this this Mariota situation before it even made it on the air because of the relationships that he has developed. Uh, So we kind of knew some of that was coming from the intel that Joe was giving us. But in this case with the Braves, we had a a little bit of a a snag because Grant McCauley is on vacation this week in Hawaii getting engaged to his girlfriend. (laughs) Yep. So usually in a case like that, like, and I'm sure Chris, you were probably doing this as I was at the, the Christmas party, you know, you, you got news of a big Braves trade. We're calling Grant, even right. if we're not putting him on as a guest. We're at least using our 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 people uh, to give us the information. Grant is someone that I'm sure you guys called uh, until you realized that he was in Hawaii, probably on one knee. Yeah, he was uh, on one knee. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the same thing with Joe and the Mariota thing. So that's a luxury that we have here at 92.9 The Game that – uh, I think a lot of radio stations, especially in smaller markets, do not have that luxury. We have beat reporters who are really, really tapped in with their ear to the ground at all times. And uh, there are a lot of instances where um, we are unable to report something that we have heard until we get some additional confirmation, but at least we have enough of a hint that it's coming. And I think, at least in the case of Mariota, Chris, we had some pretty good hints, thanks to the work that Joe was doing, that it was coming. Yeah, it was uh, it was a really fun day on Monday, as you said. That's why we get into this business for for days like that. All right, continuing with our holiday theme as we approach ever closer to Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, whatever you celebrate. Uh, as long as you're listening to ninety two nine, the game, you will hear us appreciate you as a loyal listener. 
this week I wanted to focus on how the radio station is going to sound over the next couple of weeks. What can the listeners expect in terms of content, in terms of the imaging, in terms of sound? Uh, shows tend to be a little bit lighter and looser, contrary yes. to what we just talked about, where you have a day with massive breaking news from two of the local squads. So how is uh, 92.9 The Game shaping up to get a little festive spirit when you turn on the radio? Well, first of all, let's go into the reason why shows tend to be a little lighter and looser during the holidays. In many cases, it's because the news cycle really does slow down. Like, think of it as you watch or listen to us. Think of how your office is the final two weeks of the year. Think Mm -hmm. about how much productivity declines the, the week of Christmas and the week of New Year's. And a lot of it could be because... Your coworkers are all on vacation and out of the office, or you're just distracted because you're trying to get things together for your family for the holidays, or you have to go buy presents for your kids or or your wife, or um, you know maybe you're putting a holiday party. You have a lot of distractions going on during the holidays because you have things to take care of. The teams that we cover are very much the same way. They're human beings too. Now, yeah, I mean, the Falcons, they have a game on Christmas Eve and a game on New Year's Day. And uh, I, I'm pretty sure they're going to be holding a media availability on, on Christmas Day. And, you know, obviously they have a game on Christmas Eve, so there will be a lot going on there. But, um, you know, the Hawks, they're going to be off December 24, 25, and 26. I think they're giving their players in their front office a couple days off there. Uh, the Braves will pretty much um you know go into relaxation mode for a couple days over the holidays same with Atlanta United same to an extent with Georgia they'll probably get ramped back up for the Peach Bowl uh, Christmas Eve Christmas Day something like that but uh one of the reasons why the shows get lighter and looser is because there is just a teeny bit less to cover uh the the teams that we cover and the teams that we're passionate about they're taking care of their own house for the holidays too. So we have to kind of pivot uh, because the news cycle slows down and we have to figure out how do we create fun content for our listeners while still staying true to our format. Uh, You know, Steak and I were talking last night. I think Steak has some really good ideas for the Steakhouse. Like um, you're going to hear some segments on that show about your favorite holiday movies. You're going to hear some segments about – you know, do you want to cook a prime rib or a turkey on Christmas Day? I think with you guys, you know, you're really going to hear it uh, in Guy Talk and Yeah Man, No Man and 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 some of those segments where uh, the content's going to be a little more holiday themed. I'm sure at some point we're going to have a debate on whether or not eggnog is an acceptable beverage to serve at a party. You know why? Because these are all things that we talk about in our day-to-day lives, you know? Yep. What we're trying to do here at this radio station, we obviously we're trying to serve our sports audience. We're trying to inform our, our Atlanta sports audience about what's going on with our teams, right? We want to inform. We want to provide opinions. We want to give you, the listener, an outlet to express your opinions. But we're also trying to be an escape from the day-to-day bad news that, that you, you hear and see when you turn on CNN or or, you know, the local news. There's so much bad news going on out there. You know, the economy stinks. Uh, you know, inflation's killing us right now. We've got the thing in Ukraine. Like, there, 
there's a lot of bad news going on right now. We're trying to be an escape. Mm. We want to be the fun place you go to when you don't want to spend time during your commute hearing the bad news. And sometimes that that's talking about what's going on with the Falcons. And sometimes it's arguing if Die Hard is a Christmas movie or not. <laughs> Which, by the way, I believe it is. And Bruce but, uh, Willis put out the definitive statement on it just, uh, I think, this week. Did he? What did he say? He said it is not a Christmas okay. movie. Well, I respectfully disagree, but that that's totally <laughs> fine. I mean, he's he's entitled to his opinion as someone who was in the movie, but as a consumer, I have to disagree. But anyhow, you know, th- these are kind of the fun things. Look, as, as guys, we're all dealing with this holiday stress, too. Like, Chris, you've got to... You've got to pack at some point and get back up to New Jersey. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, I've got to, I'm going to the Rose Bowl for uh, uh, New Year's. So I, I've got to, like Leanne and I today, we have to make a dinner reservation for some place in LA. Like we're all doing things in our personal lives for the holidays. We want our hosts to let you into their personal lives and and give you a peek behind their curtain and and share what they are doing for the holidays. So I think you're going to hear a lot of those personal stories. You know, as far as imaging is concerned, we're not going to be playing Jingle Bells or anything like that. Like, <laughs> the, the radio station, the imaging-wise, will probably sound largely the same. We might have some special imaging on Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. But remember, there's a Falcons game on Christmas Eve. It's going to yes. be pretty much business as usual for us on Christmas Eve up until about 10 p.m. And then uh, you know, we'll have no local programming on Christmas Day. We'll have an NFL triple header on Christmas Day, but otherwise no local programming. So you, you probably won't hear, you know, a whole lot of uh, jingle bells and sugar plums and stuff like that on the air because, um, you know, it's still to an extent business as usual. But I think some of the topics we're going to get into will be different. They'll be fun. Uh, and and you touched on it briefly, Chris, and, and this is important too. I think a lot of what you will hear over the last two weeks of the year is really us expressing our gratitude to our listeners for their support for what we feel like has been another great year. Right? 2022 has been a memorable year here at the radio station. It's been a memorable year um, you know, for the, the city of Atlanta and the state of Georgia and what's happened in, in sports. You know, The Hawks made the playoffs. Braves made the playoffs, Georgia's back in the playoffs, and I'll, I'll argue with anyone about the level of interest of <laughs> UGA football in Atlanta. So there's a lot to celebrate there. Falcons obviously in some transition, but you know we think they're moving in a positive direction. Atlanta United obviously in some transition, but we think they're moving in a positive direction. So we'll, we'll probably spend some time kind of reflecting on the year that we had here as a radio station, as a community. But but more than anything else, just just expressing our appreciation to our listeners. You're not going to hear any year in review stuff. I, I don't think the year in review stuff is content that radio stations do so they can give their staff a vacation. Yep, uh, and they can just put a recorded program on. Uh, but putting together year in review stuff is also a lot of work on the production staff, the news staff, and I don't think it really serves or entertains the listeners. So you'll be hearing live and local programming all day on Christmas Eve. You'll be hearing live and local programming all day on New Year's Day because the Falcons are playing. You'll hear live and local programming pretty much all day on December 26th and January 2nd. The only day where we're not really going to be live and local much is Christmas Day 
And that's, that's me making an executive decision that, look, not a lot of people are in their cars on Christmas Day. Not a lot of people are going to be turning on their radio to listen to us on Christmas morning. They're going to be spending it with their kids and their families. Uh, so let's give our staff an opportunity to do the same, and we'll be back with you the next day. And uh, to close this out, I think it just highlights that people turn on their radios to hear the personalities, regardless of the topic. So if yep. it's Carl and Mike talking about, as you said, you know, their wives bugging them to get the, the tree up by a certain date, or they're talking about why Mariota, you know, quit on the Falcons. It's they, they come for the same reason. It's it's all one and the same. So all right, Mike. Sad, sad, but let's have some uh, fun and reflect here on one of the greats, the all-time greats. Uh, Mike Leach did tragically pass away this week at the age of 61 after he reportedly suffered a cardiac issue that uh, he was unable to be fully recovered from. Uh, he is just a treasure. You saw the outpouring online and on TV this week about you know what he meant to so many prominent figures in the world of not just college football but sports in general so for our hall of fame audio clip of the day i pulled what i think is one of his most memorable uh speeches i just play a quick snippet of it here about who would win if the actual pac-12 mascots <laughs> came to life and got into a Battle Royale. What kind of mythical powers does a Sun Devil have? We've got to consider that. I'm going to say the Wildcat's out. Uh, the Trojan, is he? does he have a horse or is he on foot? Does he have a bow and arrow or just his sword? The Bruin, definitely formidable. Another bear up there, Cal. Uh, the tree, I imagine that tree's going to get chopped down. <laughs> so there's Coach Leach in full regalia, full form, breaking down an actual... WWE style Royal Rumble between if the Pac-12 mascots came to life. Man, he made the game so much fun. He really, really did. Uh, and it, it's been tremendous to see the outpouring of love and support uh, over the last 24 hours, really uh, 72 hours since he was stricken on Sunday morning. Um, just a really funny guy. You could tell he didn't take himself too seriously. And that, that's one of the things that kind of annoys me about the coaches and the athletes that we cover sometimes is they just take themselves way too seriously at times. That was never a problem with Mike Leach. And I think one of the, the kind of sad um, aspects to his passing is that we're not going to be able to be entertained by Mike Leach anymore. I think he's someone who would have had a terrific career in broadcasting after he retired from coaching. And I don't know if, if Leach would have ever like really fully retired from coaching. Like he, he might've done a Joe Paterno bear Bryant type thing, just coach until he can't coach anymore. And then that's it. Um, Leach, I think would have been phenomenal in a studio role um, on, on a college football broadcast. Not sure about a game analyst, but I think in a studio role where he can be random and funny and a little bit off the cuff. I, I, I think he would have been absolutely terrific. And um, I'm sad that we're not going to get to see that because like I said, he's someone who made the game a lot of fun. He uh, represents everything that his moniker uh, personified in terms of being the pirate. He was different. <laughs> he was out at sea. He was swashbuckling. He was in your face and loud and brash, but he did it in a way that was fun 
and you just you never knew what you were going to get. It was a role. It was a Forrest Gump type. You know, life is like a box of chocolates with the coach. You know, <laughs> every time he spoke at a press conference or so I remember the uh, one of the other viral videos of him that I was considering choosing to play was when he and Alyssa Lang, the reporter from the SEC Network, got into a conversation about wedding advice. And he <laughs> was strongly insistent, almost angrily so, that she elope and leave her entire family and friends behind because the stress of dealing with a wedding and he was preparing weddings for either his children or his niece and nephews and the hassle of it was simply not worth it. And this was all on live TV. This was right. just after they, they played a game, she goes up to him, asks him a question. And then that happens. It's very uh, Bill Walton esque the way that he. <laughs> yeah, that, that handles. is a very good. That's a very good shout. Very, very good shout. There are a lot of Bill Walton overtones. The difference is I think Bill Walton does it just to be out there and outrageous and silly. I think Leach, there was actually some purpose behind it. And and um, I don't want to say he's more intelligent than Bill Walton, but I just think maybe he was a little more cerebral about some of the things he was saying. I saw a clip of him yesterday. Uh, I think it was him and Marty Smith of ESPN, yep. and, and they were talking about coffee. And, and how he drinks his coffee. And basically, Leach said, well, coffee tastes terrible to begin with, so you're, you're just trying to get it over with as soon as possible. You know, it doesn't matter if you put cream or sugar in there. It's still going to be awful no matter what. Like, yeah, you know what? That That's that's true. <laughs> you know, that that's good. That's good common sense uh, commentary about coffee. So um, he's going to be missed. Just a, a really, really fun personality. Not without his faults not without controversy you know the whole departure from texas tech was what that was a major story that was yep. a major major story um you know especially down here in the southeast when, when that all went down with with leach and um uh craig james and, and that whole thing that was a big big story in this part of the country um and um you know unfortunately it's going to be i think a significant part of his legacy but I'm just sad we're not going to get him in broadcasting. There are certain personalities we work with and we cover, Chris, where we think, wow, he he would be so, so gifted in the broadcast booth. And uh, quite frankly, I'm not sure Tom Brady is one of them, even though Fox is throwing a lot of money at him. But I look at guys like Mike Leach, Nick Saban, um, Dan Mullen, I think you're starting to see it a little bit. Um you know, guys like that in the college game whose personalities would translate very, very well to television. Now, to wrap things up here, this just popped into my head here. I'll ask you this. Do you think Kirby Smart would or needs to benefit from showing a little bit more of that side of his personality? Because I think it's in there, but he's very uh, matter-of-fact, shall we yeah. say, when it comes to his media. My guess is that he's probably showing it when he needs to because it's certainly not re it's not hurting him to be the way he is uh, in the recruiting world and on the sideline because he's winning everything and mm -hmm. he's getting all the recruits he wants. So, yeah, I mean, I would I would prefer if he was a little more personable towards the media. I think he's been covered incredibly fairly here uh in this state 
maybe sometimes too fairly. I think he he's dodged some criticism when that criticism is warranted. Um, there are some things Kirby Smart has done even over the last year or so that I haven't really loved. Like I, I think I think sometimes he gets a little too emotional on the sidelines. I think sometimes he tends to, whether he means to or not, show up his players by getting very, very gruff with them on the sideline. But again, doesn't really matter. He's getting all the recruits. Yeah. Everyone's going to play for him. Everyone seems to love him. Uh, and he's winning. So, no. I, I, I think the, the guys who would benefit from being more personal with the media are people like... Um, and this is another coach I really, really enjoyed covering and, and admire deeply. Uh, but Paul Johnson mm. is someone who I think could have really, really benefited from being um, a little bit more personable, having a little bit of a lighter touch with the media because he was coaching at a program that really needed help from the media to create some buzz about it. So Georgia doesn't have that problem. Uh, Georgia Tech does have that problem. I'll, I'll be curious to see how Brent Key does with the media. Georgia State has that problem. Uh, I think Sean Elliott's great with the media, by the way. Um, but, you know, I think when you get to that Alabama, Clemson, Georgia, Ohio State, Michigan level, no, it, it doesn't really matter as much. You hear that, Coach Key? Start working on your one-liners, baby. Right. We, right. we want to hear it in the in the and he, he's probably thinking forget the one-liners i'm i'm just worried about like how to run the uh the offense right now and that's probably what he should be worried about you, you know what I, I think you're actually right there mike <laughs> all right that'll do it for the latest edition of the off-air podcast follow mike conti on social media at mike conti 929 I am at C. Thomas Radio. We will talk to you guys next week. We will be breaking down to a fine powder how Desmond Ritter did. No, we won't. We'll actually, we'll actually be talking about how the fans in the media reacted to Desmond Ritter's first start. But we will not be breaking down Spider Y2 Banana or whatever the Grudenism no. is there. All right, Mike. Appreciate you as always. This has been the Off Air Podcast. All right, Mike. You are free to go, sir.